Welcome to the History AI Podcast, where the past comes alive with facts, anecdotes, and a dash of humor. Here are your hosts, Chuck and Marco. Welcome back, folks, to another episode of the History AI Podcast. I'm your host, Chuck. And I'm Marco. Today, we're diving into the riveting life of a man who lived a thousand lives in one, Eugene Francois Vidoc. Avidoc, the father of modern criminology and the master of disguise. His life sounds like a novel, Marco. It sure does, Chuck. But before we unravel the mysterious cloak of Vidoc, let's set the scene of the world he was born into. Let's paint a picture of the world when Vidoc was born in 1775. Europe was a continent of contrasts and conflicts, marked by shifting political landscapes and the burgeoning ideas of the Enlightenment. Absolutely, Chuck. In France, where Vidoc was born, the seeds of the French Revolution were being sown. This was a time when dissatisfaction with royal absolutism and the class system was reaching a boiling point. And across the Atlantic, the American Revolution had just begun. The colonies were fighting for independence from British rule, setting a global example of rebellion against tyranny. Back in Europe, the Industrial Revolution was starting to change the face of society. The old feudal system was crumbling, and new social and economic dynamics were emerging. It was also the Age of Enlightenment. Philosophers like Voltaire and Rousseau were challenging traditional ideas, advocating for reason, freedom, and equality. These ideas were spreading across Europe, influencing everything from politics to science. The world was becoming more connected, more literate, and more aware of global issues. In this world of change and chaos, Vidoc's life would be a roller coaster. From a small town in France to the heart of the Parisian underworld, his story is a reflection of the turbulent times he lived in. A time of revolutions, both political and industrial, setting the stage for Vidoc's extraordinary life. Diving into Vidoc's early years, he was born in Arras, France, on July 24, 1775. His father, Nicolas Joseph Francois Vidoc, was a reputable baker and grain dealer, providing a comfortable middle class upbringing for the family. Vidoc was the third of four children. His mother, Henriette Francoise Dion, was known for her strong character. She played a significant role in Vidoc's upbringing, instilling in him a sense of independence and resilience. Growing up in Arras, a small but bustling town Vidoc was exposed to the stark realities of pre-revolutionary France. Class divides were evident, and the struggles of the lower classes were impossible to ignore. Even as a child Vidoc showed signs of his adventurous and rebellious spirit. He was notorious for his mischief and pranks, often getting into trouble with local authorities. His education was fairly typical for a boy of his class. He attended a local school where he received basic education, but young Vidoc was more interested in adventure than academics. This restless nature led him to run away from home multiple times. He was drawn to the excitement of the unknown, showing an early inclination for the unconventional life he would later lead. His family, while concerned about his rebellious tendencies, also recognized his sharp intellect and physical prowess. These traits would later become key to his survival and success in his varied careers. In essence, Vidoc's early life in Arras set the stage for his extraordinary journey. From the cobblestone streets of a small French town to the most notorious criminal circles of Paris, his upbringing was a blend of middle-class respectability and youthful rebellion. Vidoc was a man of extraordinary talents, which became evident even in his early years. First and foremost, he was an exceptional athlete. His agility and physical strength were remarkable, enabling him to excel in activities that required both 
His skills weren't just physical Chuck Vidark had a keen mind, particularly for strategy and problem-solving. This intellectual prowess would later be pivotal in his detective work. Right you are Marco. And let's not forget his talent for disguise and acting. Vidak could transform his appearance and demeanor to blend into any social milieu, a skill he used effectively in his undercover operations. Speaking of social skills Vidak was also a charismatic and persuasive individual. He had a way with words, able to sway opinions and extract information from people effortlessly. His linguistic skills were impressive too. Vidak was fluent in multiple languages, an asset that allowed him to navigate diverse communities and understand various cultural nuances. And then there's his talent as a swordsman. Vidak was not only skilled with a sword, but he also had a strategic approach to dueling, which saved his skin more than once. Absolutely Marco. His analytical skills were top-notch. Vidak had an uncanny ability to read people and situations, a talent that made him an excellent detective later on. He also had a creative side, evident in his problem-solving methods. Whether it was escaping from seemingly inescapable prisons or tracking down cunning criminals Vidak often found innovative solutions. Vidak's talents were a rare combination of physical prowess, intellectual acumen, social agility, and creative thinking. These skills not only helped him survive in a turbulent world but also revolutionized the field of criminal investigation. Vidak's military career began at a young age. In his early teens, driven by a sense of adventure and perhaps to escape his troubles, he enlisted in the French army, joining the Bourbon Regiment. Right Chuck. His time in the military was as eventful as his later life. Vidak quickly made a name for himself, not just for his courage in the field but also for his strong personality and independent spirit. His physical strength and agility, honed from his youth, were evident on the battlefield. Vidak was recognized for his bravery and daring actions often taking risks that others would shy away from. But it wasn't all glory and honor. Vidoc's rebellious nature often put him at odds with military discipline. He was known for his insubordination and had a tendency to challenge authority, which led to multiple incarcerations even within the military system. And let's not forget the duels. Vidoc had a bit of a temper and a sense of personal honor that often resulted in duels, a common practice among soldiers of that era, but frowned upon by military regulations. These duels, along with his insubordination, eventually led to his desertion from the army. Fearing severe punishment for his repeated offenses Vidak decided to flee, marking the beginning of a long period as a fugitive. His military career, though brief, was a crucial part of his life. It showcased his physical capabilities, his courage, and also his disdain for strict authority, traits that would define his later endeavors. Absolutely Chuck. His time in the military was a mix of bravery, defiance, and the quest for personal freedom, themes that would recur throughout his life. After his desertion from the military Vidak's life took a tumultuous turn. He entered a period marked by constant run-ins with the law, a reflection of his struggle to adapt to civilian life and his refusal to conform to societal norms. Right Chuck. His post-military life was characterized by a series of escapades and misadventures. He wandered from place to place, often assuming false identities to evade capture for his desertion and other crimes. Vidak's ability to disguise himself and adopt various personas played a huge role during this time. He seamlessly blended into different communities, from the criminal underworld to the respectable middle class. Speaking of the criminal underworld, Vidak got involved in various illegal activities, including theft and swindling. 
These experiences, while unsavory, gave him an intimate understanding of the criminal mind, which proved invaluable later in his career as a detective. His life was like a cat and mouse game with the law. Vidak was arrested multiple times, but he became notorious for his daring and often theatrical escapes from prison. One such escape, Chuck, was when he famously fled dressed as a nun. It wasn't just the disguise, it was his audacity and meticulous planning that made his escape successful. These brushes with the law hardened Vidak. He became adept at navigating the seedy underbelly of society, skills that he would, paradoxically, use for law enforcement in the future. It's this period, Chuck, that shaped Vidak's understanding of both sides of the law. He saw the flaws in the legal system and the desperation that drove people to crime. Insights that would later inform his revolutionary approach to policing. Indeed Marco, Vidak's life post-military was a blend of adventure, crime, and survival. It was a life that walked the fine line between lawlessness and the quest for redemption. Vidak's transition from a life of crime to becoming a police officer is a tale of remarkable transformation. In an unexpected turn, he offered his services to the police, leveraging his unique insights into the criminal world. That's right Chuck. Vidak approached the head of the Paris police in 1809, proposing to work as an informant. His intimate knowledge of criminal networks made him an invaluable asset. His initial role was that of a spy and informant within the criminal underworld. Vidak used his past connections and understanding of criminal psychology to infiltrate and inform on various gangs and illegal operations. But Vidak wasn't just an informant. He had a vision for a new type of police work. In 1811, he founded the Brigade de la Short, essentially the first organized detective unit in the world. His methods were revolutionary. Vidak employed undercover operations, something unheard of at the time. He and his team would disguise themselves, integrating into criminal circles to gather intelligence and evidence. He also understood the importance of building a network of informants. Vidak recruited reformed criminals, leveraging their knowledge and contacts, a practice that was both innovative and controversial. Beyond the streets, Vidak introduced systematic record-keeping. He maintained files on criminals and suspects, documenting their methods, habits, and associates, which greatly improved the efficiency of criminal investigations. His approach to interrogation was also ahead of its time. Instead of relying on brute force, Vidak preferred psychological tactics, often outsmarting criminals into confessing or revealing information. His tenure as a police officer was not without challenges though. Vidak faced skepticism and resistance from traditional law enforcement, who distrusted his unconventional methods and his criminal past. Despite these challenges, Vidak's results were undeniable. His unit solved numerous cases, and his innovative methods laid the foundation for modern detective work. In essence, as a police officer, Vidak was a pioneer. He turned his checkered past into a tool for justice, forever changing the face of law enforcement. Vidak's contribution to the development of detectives and detective work is monumental. When he founded the Brigade de la Charite, it was more than just the first professional detective unit, it was the birth of modern investigative methods. Absolutely Chuck. Vidak understood that successful detective work required a blend of street smarts and systematic methodology. He combined his intimate knowledge of the criminal underworld with innovative techniques. One of his revolutionary introductions was the concept of undercover work. Vidak and his detectives often disguised themselves, infiltrating criminal gangs to gather information from the inside. This approach was groundbreaking at the time. He was also a pioneer in the use of forensic science, 
Vidak understood the importance of physical evidence in solving crimes, something that was quite novel in the early 19th century. That's right. He was among the first to use techniques like ballistics and document examination. He even experimented with early forms of fingerprinting, recognizing the uniqueness of individual prints. Vidak also understood the power of data. He maintained detailed records on criminals, including descriptions, methods, and known associates. This database was an invaluable resource for tracking and identifying repeat offenders. His methods were not just about catching criminals, but also about understanding them. Vidak believed in studying the psychology of criminals to predict and prevent crimes, a concept that was ahead of his time. Let's not forget, he was also instrumental in reforming the police force itself. Vidak trained his detectives in these new methods, emphasizing the importance of intelligence and observation over brute force. His influence extended beyond France. Vidak's methods inspired police forces across Europe and eventually in the United States, shaping the evolution of law enforcement worldwide. Vidak's development of detective work combined innovative techniques, scientific methods, and psychological insights, laying the groundwork for modern criminal investigation as we know it today. Vidak's experiences as the head of the newly formed Brigade de la Charite were as groundbreaking as they were challenging. Leading this new department, he faced both internal and external obstacles. Internally Vidak had to contend with skepticism and resistance from traditional law enforcement officers. Many viewed his criminal past and unconventional methods with distrust. He also faced the challenge of transforming his team into effective detectives. Vidak trained his officers in undercover techniques, emphasizing the importance of blending into different environments to gather information. His approach to managing his team was quite progressive. He often recruited former criminals, believing that their insider knowledge was invaluable. This practice, while effective, also attracted criticism and controversy. Vidak's department dealt with a wide range of criminal activities, from petty thefts to complex frauds and murders. His innovative methods, like disguises, surveillance, and the use of informants, led to numerous successful cases. The Brigade de la Short also faced significant challenges from the criminal underworld. Vidoc's success in apprehending criminals made him and his department targets for retaliation. Despite these challenges, the department's success rate in solving crimes was remarkable. Vidoc's expertise in tracking and apprehending criminals was unparalleled, earning the department a formidable reputation. Vidoc's experiences also highlighted the flaws and limitations of the criminal justice system of his time. He advocated for reform pushing for more humane treatment of prisoners and arguing against the excessive use of capital punishment. His tenure was not without controversy. Vidak was accused of various misdeeds and often found himself defending his actions and methods, both to his superiors and in the court of public opinion. Vidak's experiences leading the Brigade de la Short were characterized by innovation, success, and controversy. He navigated a complex landscape, leaving a lasting impact on law enforcement and criminal investigation. Vidak's influence extended beyond his physical exploits and into the realm of literature and education. He authored memoirs and provided insights that were as captivating as they were informative. That's right Chuck. His most notable work is his memoirs, Memoirs de Vidak Chef de la Police de Short Jusco Yen 1827. Published in 1828, these memoirs offered a fascinating and sometimes embellished account of his life and adventures. These writings were not just autobiographical, they provided a unique window into the criminal underworld of Paris and the early 19th century French society. 
Vidoc's vivid storytelling brought to life the gritty and raw aspects of crime and law enforcement. His memoirs were a sensation, influencing not only public perception of policing, but also inspiring literary figures. Authors like Victor Hugo and Edgar Allan Poe drew from Vidoc's life for their characters. Beyond his memoirs, Vidoc's teachings and criminal investigation were pioneering. He lectured and trained police forces in France and across Europe, sharing his techniques and insights. He emphasized the importance of undercover work, surveillance, and the psychological aspects of interrogation, practices that were revolutionary at the time. Vidoc also stressed the significance of understanding the criminal mind. He believed that by understanding the motivations and methods of criminals, law enforcement could more effectively prevent and solve crimes. His approach to crime-solving was methodical and scientific, a stark contrast to the brute force methods commonly used in his era. Vidoc's teachings laid the groundwork for modern criminology. Vidoc's writings and teachings were not only a reflection of his fascinating life, but also a source of inspiration and education. He left a lasting legacy in the fields of literature, criminal investigation, and policing. Eugène-François Vidoc's life came to an end on May 11, 1857. He died in Paris at the age of 82, leaving behind a legacy that is as complex as it was influential. At the time of his death Vidoc had lived through some of the most tumultuous periods in French history, including the French Revolution, the Napoleonic Wars, and the Restoration. His life was a mirror to these changing times. Vidoc's death marked the end of an era. He was mourned by many, including those in the law enforcement community who had come to respect his methods, despite their initial skepticism. His legacy Chuck is multifaceted. In the world of law enforcement, he is remembered as the father of modern criminology and the pioneer of detective work. His techniques in undercover operations, surveillance, and record-keeping revolutionized police work. And let's not forget his influence on literature. Vidoc's memoirs and the stories of his life inspired characters in the works of Victor Hugo, Alexander Dumas, and Edgar Allan Poe, cementing his place in literary history. His impact extended beyond France. Law enforcement agencies around the world adopted his methods, and he is often cited in criminal justice studies as a major influence in the field. Vidoc's approach to understanding the criminal mind also laid the groundwork for future developments in forensic science and psychology. His belief in studying criminal behavior helped move the field toward a more scientific and humane approach. Despite his controversial past, Vidoc's transition from a criminal to a master detective showed a remarkable arc of redemption. His life story continues to fascinate and inspire, symbolizing the potential for change and the complexity of human nature. Vidoc's death was not just the end of a man but the conclusion of a legendary chapter in the history of crime and justice. His legacy continues to influence and shape the world of law enforcement and criminal investigation to this day. Well folks, that's the story of Eugène-François Vidoc, a man who lived from one extreme to another. From criminal to cop, his life was nothing short of extraordinary. So Chuck, did he steal your heart as the ultimate reformed rogue? Absolutely Marco. And listeners, if you enjoyed this dive into history, please subscribe, rate, and share our podcast. Join us next time on the History AI Podcast, where we bring the past to life. Thanks for listening. Step into the thrilling world of sports betting with The Starting Line, an introduction to sports betting. Whether you're a beginner or simply curious, this comprehensive guide takes you from the basics to the advanced.
learn to decode odds, develop winning strategies, and bet responsibly. Get your copy now and transform every game into an adventure. The starting line is your first step towards mastering the art of sports betting. Available on Amazon.